While the kids are in our care at Early Head Start, our parents are able to maintain a job, go back to school, do whatever they need to do to support their family. Hi, my name is Miss Camilla. I work for Early Head Start. I am in the baby room. I absolutely love it. I love working with the babies. They are newborns to one-year-olds and it's just very, very heartwarming. If you want a great job and love kids, come see us at Head Start and Early Head Start. Now, the Wealth Protection Diva is a successful entrepreneur, business owner, and premier business strategist, president and CEO of Sage International Incorporated, and a national speaker, best-selling author, and motivational teacher of financial education, business development, and wealth protection strategies, the joys and frustrations of being a business owner. Her insights are motivating, her frankness inspiring. Here is Sherry Hill. Giving has been an important part of Christmas ever since the three wise men presented their gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. But sometimes it seems like receiving is the main point of the holiday, doesn't it? I get it. I like receiving gifts as much as the next person. But if you want to give yourself a real gift, try generosity towards others. You may think to yourself that it's easy for someone with lots of money to be generous, but there are countless stories of selfless generosity, like the janitor who quietly amassed a multi-million dollar fortune. He lived frugally and drove secondhand vehicles his entire life. He left millions to his local library and hospital. Real generosity is doing something nice for someone who will never find out. My show today is about discovering the wonder of giving and the benefits of generosity. In a life devoted to the theme of prosperity, it might be assumed that the emphasis would be on how to get. Please understand when I say that such an emphasis is not only grossly materialistic, but it is also extremely misleading. Any study of prosperity fails unless it teaches you how and why to give. Giving does not refer simply to money. It is a process that may involve money, but it also involves your work and the many ways in which you make contact with life. Giving is basically an attitude with which you touch things. Over the past 50 years, there has become a predominant attitude toward money and success and the acceptable methods of achievement, which sometimes include an emphasis on getting what you want, when you want it, at any cost. Getting there is all that counts, whether or not the person earns the right to be there. Ideas like this have come to popularity among people who are lost and confused in the world of materiality. People who have asked the question, what is life, and have come up empty. Thus, they have concluded that life is a competition among people who have no alternative other than to push aggressively out into the world and strive relentlessly to get the most for the least. However, this misses the very point that life is not lived from outside in, but from inside out. Unless we understand this, we miss the whole meaning of life. The purpose of life is not acquisition, but unfoldment and personal development. Even in the teaching of metaphysics, there has been a tremendous swing toward this revolutionary attitude toward money and things. 
the thousands of books and teachings that emphasize how-to techniques for demonstrating money and possessions and jobs and success. The constant theme is get, 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 get. Just hold the right thought and you can get anything you want. This contemporary trend toward materialism is attributed in a large part to the sad neglect of world influencers on not teaching the law of giving. Consider a lily. By nature's law, the lily grows and unfolds from a bulb to a flower. It is a discernible unfoldment from within outward. There is no obligation for the flower to return a portion of its fragrance and color and form to nature. There is no way it could do this even if it wanted to do so because life is a forward, growing, unfolding experience. Don't miss the implication of this homely illustration. Your life is God's gift to you. What you do with it is your gift to God. I happened to overhear two men engaged in an animated conversation. As the discussion grew increasingly heated, one of the men was heard to say, Just tell me one thing. What's in it for me? It is an attitude that is all too common. What's in it for me? Not how can I give more to the job or relationship, but how can I be sure that I get mine? The takers are the people who believe that their lives will always be the total of what they can get from the world. They are always thinking, get, get, get. They plan and scheme ways to get what they want in money, in love, in happiness, and in all kinds of good. But whatever may be their spiritual ideas or lack of any, no matter what they take, they can never know peace or security or fulfillment. The givers, on the other hand, are convinced that life is a giving process. Thus, their subtle motivation in all their ways is to give themselves away in love, in service, and in all the many helpful ways they can invest themselves. They are always secure, for they intuitively know that their good flows from within. God is the divine givingness of the universe. You cannot make any sense out of life or realize the free flow of substance in your experience until you begin to see yourself as a giver. It may mean a complete turnaround in your approach to life where you think give instead of get. You can never really achieve this level of consciousness until giving becomes the main thrust of your life. And when it does, when you discover the wonder of giving, you become an incurable giver. Life for the whole person is a giving process. There are many channels through which your giving may be funneled. I am talking about attitudes toward life, the basic awareness that life is a matter of developing or unfolding from within. It is knowing that life is not something to get, but something to express. It is the fulfilling awareness that your business is always the express business, no matter what name your worldly vocation may bear. What's in it for me? You may be saying this of your present job, perhaps out of a feeling that you are not adequately compensated for the work you do and the responsibilities you shoulder. If you discover the wonder of giving, you will find a great blessing of inner fulfillment in your work, which will lead to better work and by the law of causation to a greater experience of affluence, 
which may come through your job or through many different channels. The law is exact. If you give, really work in a giving consciousness, you must receive. If all you get out of your work is a paycheck, you are shortchanging yourself. The U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics announced that 4.3 million Americans, or 2.9% of the entire workforce, quit their jobs in August. That was a record-breaking month, piggybacking on previous record months. The Great Resignation is real, and it can be seen across virtually all industries. It's common to see a surge in quitting when the job market is tight and there's a cornucopia of open positions. But what's happening now isn't like anything we've ever seen before. And the top questions asked during an interview are not about the job duties to be performed, but the salary, vacations, sick days, and other benefits and perks being offered, what seems to be the essence of employment. They are ready to take, but not to give. Who has not exclaimed at some low moment in their life, my life has no meaning? This sense of meaningless is the greatest cause of depression and even of compulsive addiction in the form of overeating, alcoholism, and drug addiction. But you see, life doesn't have meaning. Only you have meaning. It makes about as much sense to say, my life has no meaning, as it does to stand in a dark cave with an unlit flashlight in your hand and say, this place has no light. You have to let your light shine. Meaning is not to be found out there, in a job, in a person, or in a relationship. Meaning is something you release from within yourself. You put meaning into your work into your experiences, and into every relationship with people. Many persons find great meaning in their lives through a kind of work that would be a drag to someone else. It is not the work, but the sense of giving in which it is done. Anyone thinking about career opportunities typically thinks they need to find a job with a future. I say there is no future in any job. The future is in you. When you find your right place, you will release that which will make a, for a good and happy and successful future. There isn't a lot in all the world that can't be done better than it is being done when workers change their attitude about it. And no one is doing right by themselves or their employer if they simply bump along going through the motions of doing their work. If you want to work for the kind of consciousness that will maintain you in the giving flow, begin every day with a commitment that you will do what you do better and will do more of what you do. When you begin to understand this life principle, you will know that there is a wellspring of life, substance, and intelligence within you and that yours is the privilege at any time of giving way to its flow. This may lead to one of the most important realizations that will ever come to you. If ever there is a lack of any kind, whether it is a need for employment or for money or for guidance or even for healing, something is blocking the flow. And the most effective remedy? Give. You may be thinking, but I need to receive. My hands are empty. I need someone to give to me. But you see, the law of giving, when things get tight, 
Something's got to give. Look for some way to start the giving flow. Make a commitment to some kind of giving. It could be an offering of thanks to a place from which you have been receiving spiritual help. It could be greater giving in your work. It could be doing something for another person who is in need. It could even be simply going through your attic and closets and drawers to find all the seldom used or never used possessions that can bless someone richly and derive a great thrill and spiritual fulfillment by giving. Something's got to give, so give something now. It doesn't have to be money. It could be working as a volunteer in a nonprofit organization or offering your services to a community activity. You know, let's all go clean up the park or mentoring a new entrepreneur or even just staying home and keeping your minds and hands in a creative activity. There is never a time when you can't find some way to start the giving flow, which in turn will open the way to the receiving of your good. The divine flow requires but one thing of you, your consent to be a receiving channel. It's like the water faucet which must be opened so the water pours forth freely. There is a need to get into a giving consciousness in order to sustain the flow of good into your life. Think give and you will get. It is a fundamental key to achieving prosperity. Get the feeling of being a channel for the flow of good. Think give and you will receive. Think of your work as giving. Think of every relationship as an opportunity to give. Give to your children. Give to your neighbors. Give to your community and certainly those across our nation that need our help and support in the aftermath of destructive occurrences. A truly giving consciousness is the creative alternative to the worldly emphasis on winning through intimidation or succeeding through positive selfishness. It is the better way, and a committed giver is an incurable happy person, a secure person, a satisfied person, and a prosperous person. It opens the door to the good and gives life that added glow. After this break, I want to focus on what is generosity. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in Northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of home ownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio, Thursday, 3 p.m., Nevada Real Estate Radio. 
Guild Mortgage Company is an equal housing lender. Company NMLS number 3274. NV Banker number 1076. NV Broker number 1141. Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045. Telephone number 775-453-0345. Located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200. Reno, Nevada, 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Subject to change without notice. Save the date. Nevada State Beekeepers Conference is coming Feb 24, 25, and 26 in Yearington, Nevada, the hub of Lyon County. Make your hotel reservations soon. Yearington Inn, Main Street Inn, Comper Inn. The 2022 Nevada State Beekeepers Conference, Feb 24, 25, and 26 in Yearington, Nevada. Register at NevadaStateBeekeepers.org, Feb 24, 25, and 26, NevadaStateBeekeepers.org. During the holiday season, invitations to practice generosity are plentiful. Bell ringers outside of supermarkets, food bank fundraisers at the office, and blanket and toy drives for the homeless remind us of the many ways we can open our hearts through the act of giving. They also offer us a moment to reflect on the practice of generosity. Is the act of giving the same as practicing generosity? And do they make the same impact on our inner experiences? The University of Notre Dame's Science of Generosity Project defines generosity as the virtue of giving good things to others freely and abundantly. When we think deeply about this definition, three parts stand out clearly. Generosity is giving good things, giving freely, and giving abundantly. We can deepen our experience of generosity by moving from acts of generosity to cultivating an attitude of generosity. When we embody an attitude of generosity, the good things we share expand out from deep within our hearts as an offering of freedom from fear. No one need fear that I will harm them. No one need fear that I will take from them what is not mine. No one need fear that I will cause harm with my words. To show up in the world, especially when working with youth, as love and safety is generous beyond measure. Giving good things. When we practice generosity, the good things that we can give take many forms. Certainly, some things are tangible items like toys, blankets, and food. Giving material things to help others is both a valuable and needed act of generosity. We can also give things like our time, our talents, and our full presence when we are with youth or others that we serve. A quick and important caution with giving things In my years of service through nonprofit work in Title I schools and economically marginalized communities, I have come to know that it is critical that we remember to give with respect and humility, acknowledging ourselves as equals in the giver-receiver relationship. Consider this story told by Zen master Thich Nhat Hanh. There is a kind of vegetable in Vietnam pronounced hay. It belongs to the onion family, and it looks like a scallion. The more you cut the plants at the base, the more they grow. If you don't cut them, they won't grow very much. But if you cut them often, right at the base of the stalk, they grow bigger and bigger. 
This is also true of the practice of generosity. If you give and continue to give, you become richer and richer all the time, richer in terms of happiness and well-being. The Benefits of Generosity The scientific consequences of generosity have been studied for many years now. On an individual level, the benefits of being generous are far-reaching. Generosity makes us healthy. One study found generosity actually reduced blood pressure as much as medicine and exercise. Generosity also lowers the risk of dementia, reduces anxiety and depression, improves chronic pain management, and more. Generosity makes us happy. Giving your time and money to others gives us an emotional boost. Why? It's because feeling good is a product of doing good. It's built into our neurochemistry. Generosity lowers our stress. It turns out being stingy can actually raise our stress levels. Generosity improves our relationships. Like connective tissue, connecting us with others through honest, loving engagement. Ever get that warm, glowing feeling when you do something nice for someone? Giving gifts and spreading cheer during the holiday season, or just dropping off a surprise cup of coffee at a busy coworker's desk, feels good. Our communities thrive when we give freely and abundantly. The knowledge that you're helping others is hugely empowering and in turn can make you feel happier and more fulfilled. Research has identified a link between making a donation to charity and increased activity in the area of the brain that registers pleasure, proving that as the old adage goes, it really is far better to give than to receive. Generosity extends our lives. In fact, studies have shown that people who volunteer their time have a lower risk of death than those that don't. It's simple, really. Even though we don't benefit directly from our actions, being generous makes us feel warm and fuzzy. By definition, you're not trying to get a benefit out of being generous, but you can actually get some benefit from doing something for someone else. It gives you a sense of purpose and well-being. The habit of generosity is the key. It's a lifestyle, and there is no better time of year than Christmas to begin giving that gift to others and to ourselves. Whether you have a history of generosity or not, it's never too late to start giving to others. Indeed, we depend on it for a prosperous society. Humans are very fragile creatures. We can only really survive because of our generosity and mercy towards other people. Ask yourself what you'd lose by being generous. Are you going to give up something that you need desperately? Which is a great segue into one of my favorite quotes. A smile costs nothing but gives much. It takes but a moment, but the memory can last forever. It enriches those who receive without making poor those who give. It creates sunshine in the home, fosters goodwill in business, is the sign of friendship, and is the best antidote for trouble. And yet, it cannot be begged, borrowed, or stolen, for it is of no value unless freely given away. Some people are too busy to give you a smile, so give them one of yours. 
for the good Lord knows that no one needs a smile as much as he or she who has no more smiles left to give. I want to thank everyone for tuning in to the Sherry Hill Show, where business and today, the wonder of giving has been amplified. The Sherry Hill Show values the role we play in supporting the economic engine driving this country. Small business. Tune in next week, same time, same station, for The Sherry Hill Show. It's a delightful experience of yesteryear. The articles are outstanding, and the illustrations bring the stories to life. Fun for all ages. Natakwa News. Pick up your copy today. Natakwa. Put your teaching skills and experience to maximum benefit. Community Services Agency of Reno is seeking motivated, passionate teachers to improve the learning outcomes, living standards, and academic success of our young students. Call us at 775-786-6023 and visit us at csareno.org.